Wags and Fresh podcast coming in. We're going to do the game of life. So we're going to pick games. We're going to have a conversation game about the game of life. Right. (laughs) By talking about games. Right. So we're going to have games, talk about either the pieces or the object of the game or different aspects of the game and how that relates to the different aspects of life. And you could pick any game you want. Maybe your game is Monopoly. Maybe your game is, you know... What'd you say? Connect Four, yeah. uh, Twister. I don't know. Whatever your game is, <laughs> backgammon. But, right. But for us, we spent a lot of time talking about chess, and how chess um, is a game that has a lot of meaning. Um, even though we don't play a lot of chess, we understand the game itself, and sort we of use how it as an avenue be. for for conversation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, where do you want to start with that? Do you want to start? So I think as far as we've made it so far, and and we've expanded on this, but I think to get us started again, our side of the board is our stuff Mm -hmm. or different areas of our life or different things we need to do or or different, whatever, perspectives of our life. The other side of the board, you know, we almost went two ways with this. One was we're playing against one opponent or what I think simplified it for the conversation a little bit is each move that is done is an aspect of our life that we have to address. So for example, you're going to work today and a pawn moves, a, uh, the opponent moves his pawn forward a, a spot and that's somebody cutting you off while you're, Correct. while you're getting on the highway. And then how do you react to, to that move, right? right. Um, so, you know, that, that type of thing gets into sort of how do you play the game and how do you play the game of life? Do you, do you have a strategy going into the day, or going into your life, and then if that person cuts you off, now you're going to get distracted by that? Yeah, are you going to waste three pieces defending a pawn? Right, correct. Because you're going to show that person they shouldn't have cut you off, right. and you don't make that move in front of me. Or, and I'm using a, a silly scenario to make a point, but, but the reality is we do these things. There are plenty of things in life that become... Distracting. Yeah, we may take our happiness piece, yep. take it out of a, a, a safe place, and put it in a vulnerable place, all because a pawn moved once, moved forward. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna show them they yeah. shouldn't make that move. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> um, and that also gets into sort of how you go through life from a strategy perspective. As the other person moves, or as life moves towards you, do you see that the life gets to impose its will on you? or do you impose your will on it? Um, and so an example of that would be, and here's where it gets real fun, you have to start to let go of the idea of winning this game or not because there is no downside of the outcome. Because sometimes you'll win a, a game and sometimes you'll lose a game, but the loss will teach you lessons for future games and the win will also teach you lessons, but sometimes about some strategies that are winning. So using back to the scenario of somebody cutting you off, let's imagine that the other person's objective is to constantly um, throw these things, these, these random actions at you that will distract you or frustrate you. And do you stay the course and, and still attack and move your pieces through life the same way? Or do you start chasing some of those pawns around the board because that person's doing a good job at imposing their will on you. And I think another thing we talked about, and we'll start to bring it all together, is 
one of the most important aspects is to realize that you're playing the game. Because we had this part of the conversation was sometimes you get to sit alongside the chess player mm -hmm. and be part of how you move your pieces. And sometimes you're so stuck in the piece that you forget you're in the game. Yeah, you, you get so isolated on the single move that you're not recognizing that that move is important, but it also is connected to three other moves down down the road that you have to be, you know, so sometimes it's 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 important to uh, vary your vantage point of of those moves during during the day, during during life. Um, so and we, it even brings in sacrifice too. Like, mm -hmm. why would it be so bad to be a pawn sitting on the side of the game watching it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like not don't take my piece. It's like, right. listen, if I can make this person happy and give them a path right. and get them to work safely, I don't mind my piece sitting on the side. Right. Because one less piece I have to move today. And that's that was the role of of that of that particular piece was to be able to create the ultimate outcome, which is, you know, and that's where individual losses like a, and pawns tend to be the ones that lose right, the most yeah. um the individual losses give us the life lessons and also get us along the way to to the place that we want to get to at the end which is in the game of chess to win the game uh and game of life is to be happy so you know yeah so let's go into a little this is a new part of the conversation well, well, quick, so, oh, please please a couple other points was another way to look at this for those of you who want to look at it this way you don't nobody not everybody has to is that you're, you can look at this as being, uh, like John said, you're, you're playing uh, sort of a, the idea of these movements and, and actions that are happening uh, almost towards you. Uh, but you could also look at it, like you referenced, versus one person. And then you could actually conceptualize that you were versus all the things around you. So you could be playing multiple games of chess all at the same time, at different rates of speed, against different levels of opponents, all at the same time versus, you know, you, you, you know, not just I'm not getting too specific, but just in general, you know, the people around you at work, the the people around you at, uh, in your friends and family circles, the people around you in, just in society, <laughs> the the people around you at the bank. I mean, you can keep going on and on and on, and and I, and I use the word versus is not necessarily just to say that we're always against them, but Something we have to process. You and things you have to go through and then and decide how you're going to maneuver through life. Um, so you could also look at this idea and this concept as being mm. multi-dimensional or multi-leveled, if you will, and recognizing that you're never really playing them all at the same time. You're playing one at a time, but they're all going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. they're, they're never really over. And is there something in chess where you say you play the player, not the pieces? I don't really know. Okay, uh, yeah. So, I mean, my thinking on that is whether it's a saying or not isn't as important. Poker is like that. Right, I think <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, it's poker. Um, but, you know, you the one aspect I think that what happens with everything in life is not if you're winning and losing, not how you're moving, you know, not how you're moving the pieces, not what other people are doing, but is it how do people see you respond to the game? Right. Are they seeing you being positive and gracious and upbeat because even if they beat you or you beat them and the way you do it is really what ends up lasting with people a lot more than the game because right. what do people get inspired by by most people it's how people kept a positive attitude at such a difficult time or how mm -hmm. they whatever how they do whatever but it's it, there's a key aspect of the whole thing 
is to realize that as the player of your game, you know, and being in control of all your pieces, which maybe we can have a little fun with that, that you have a decision to make, not only about how those pieces are played, but also how you respond to ultimately what happens to those pieces in the game of life. Yeah, it's, and chess just happens to be one of those games because there are different ways you can move the pieces around the board. There are different strategies. There are different levels of opponents and things of that nature that is such a good game to use in this type of conversation. Um, You could even go so deep as to decide um, what each piece represents. Yeah, that's what I thought we'd have fun doing a little um, bit. so pawns could represent something for you in one way, and then obviously the different aspects of the different parts. So why don't we try? Well, that, to- that's what's interesting. If we we just did a little segment also on quotes and you know little things, not necessarily being little, and it's it, it'd be interesting to see you know maybe when you do sacrifice a pawn as as what they've been named in the culture of chess, you know maybe you end up finding out that's something you miss and shouldn't have taken so lightly. Sure. You know, and that piece doesn't have to be what it is. Maybe your game is defending your pawns. Mm -hmm. Maybe you decide, I'm going to make a hole, get all these bishops and everything out, and my game is going to be defend this one pawn. Sure. So the, the point is, is we can be in something, but we can make it our own, and we don't have to follow the rules that the king needs the most precious care. It could be whatever it is at that time. Yeah, because every piece has the ability to win the game. Right. And there isn't there isn't like pawns can't win the game. Pawns can win the game just like any other piece can win the game. Mm-hmm. Depends on the way the other pieces of the board are set up to set that scenario up. It's unlikely, yeah. but it doesn't mean that it can't. And it, think about it from, you know, in most, I mean, almost every situation you think of as it relates to, to work, it's set up exactly like that where there's a hierarchy and the pawns are the people in the trenches. They're the ones essentially doing the work. You know, they're the ones that ultimately get the, 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 the things processed through the day to keep this thing going. And, and you know, and, and unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on the scenario you're in, is that the people, when you value those mm. pawns in a respective way, um, and in the appropriate way, not lesser than or, or uh, you know, just in the respectful way that they deserve to be treated, then those pawns will be more valuable to, to the complete part of the system. Whereas if you're a player that doesn't value pawns, then you're going to just throw your pawns away and you're going to look up and go, wait, I don't have anything to help me set up my board correctly. Whereas if you value them in the way that they should be valued. And they protect moves, right? Yep. Oh, I could go get that guy, but I'm going to have to lose that guy because the pawn's going to get me. Correct. They're like this little behind the scene, real value thing that stops people from making the move that they want to make. Absolutely. Because that pawn is right there exactly. to, to make you second guess. Maybe my piece isn't worth that piece. Yeah. And I have played chess enough to go down various different um, holes and found that over time you do value those pieces more than at some point early on you go well these are these are you know throwaway pieces get them out of my way so i can move around yeah, i want to the get board. the speed pieces right going. I, want, yeah. <laughs> I want to move all over the board and you go well there's limitations there too yeah. so and I, when you were when we were talking i also thought of a good leader would put himself down on the line yep. before doing it for other people like that's like a good leader doesn't send people out to be harmed. 
He's there to lift them up. He's there to go first. He's there. I mean, that's what all the great leaders do. They've been there, done that, and they go do it first. And so, and, and, you know, they, the king, may, why been, not the king getting out there and starting to say, you know, well, the king's probably well, been that's a little tough game theory, to do that, right? Yeah. At some point, and, and most in life, ah, here most, we go. most kings at some point were a pawn. Maybe not any more royalty. Or they don't even the realize world. it. Right. Um, but That's definitely true. The, the term pawn. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the connotation, right? Yeah. So they um and then those yeah so don't let the leaders. dressing fool you right mm -hmm. the those, piece the way the piece looks isn't what the piece not and sometimes always, there are life. kings <laughs> there are kings that never that were pawns and even though became kings are still pawns and because they've never really learned their new role as being because a, a good leader to your point was a pawn understood what to do and be and learn from that that particular aspect of that role be, you know, whatever hierarchy you put there, became a rook, became a knight, became a bishop, whatever. Um, uh, and then from there, ultimately, a king would love to never move. Like it would, ne a king would like to sit there and never move on the board. You're probably winning the game of life if your king on the chessboard never moves, mm -hmm. right? Because all the other pieces are doing their job respectively, so that way the king doesn't have to do anything, right? Um, so, uh, it's, it's an interesting, I think, uh, uh, game to, to play with. Yeah. We've never talked about it. Like as, as them moving up the ranks, like they aren't static pieces, right? Right. Like they actually have the ability to become other pieces, right? you know, depending on their performance in the game and, yeah. and how, how effective they and are in the game. some pawns will always be pawns. And some, you know, and, this thing, all those pawns may just be all your ideas. It, and right. you, you send them out, some it. of them make it, That's and then right. they turn into a stronger piece, yep. you know, that like takes a bishop out, it takes a rook out, you know, who knows? Well, if you look at it from an idea perspective, you could look at it from, you know, okay, here are, are the all the pawns or ideas, you send them out to the world, and to your point, some of them will be sacrificed in the game, some of them will level up and become a rook, which a rook can only move, you know, straight, you know, left and right, and then maybe the next step is, Although I'd go probably to a bishop goes diagonal, and then the most unique ideas are these ones that become these unique moves that are knights, right? So they become a whole idea concept, um, and then the, some of the best ideas are these queens because they can do whatever Never you seen need them to yeah, be. Yeah. And even though the king is stagnant, it's also the foundation that every other piece can move for and around, right? Um, and it's more of the uh, the bedrock that, or you know, the touchstone of the, the, the idea uh, analogy that we're going down here. So. Yeah. And, you know, so not to make this too long, so you can go and, you know, pick whatever game you want. It's just an opportunity to have a conversation and maybe explore some things that you're thinking about or maybe just be silly, whatever it takes. And the other one, I think we did go down a path where, you know, one of the pieces was like happiness and one was like, you know, just different areas of our life and how we would want to protect them and how they're our most valuable pieces because at the foundation of it all, those are the pieces in happiness, love, friendship. Those are the things that, that make the game worth playing in the first place. Yeah. So when we, um, that statement you just made plus the the thing about ideas and there was a few other things that we started this conversation a couple of days ago and, and we thought to ourselves, man, sometimes we just need to hit record even before we start talking. Because it's a, it, we kind of were super excited about this and we were really riffing on it, um, and what I've just said to John before we hit this record was, 
the good news is that there's going to be other things that come from this conversation that we didn't say in the last one that would be different, new and unique because um, it's just a different time and we've already been able to process some of those thoughts and we probably forgot some things that we spoke about the last time. And um, But again, to John's point, just go out there and uh, hit play and have fun with your own games and your own conversations and uh, see where it takes you.